You're listening to She Force Sessions with Nadia. I'm Nadia, a certified life coach and development professional and founder of She Force by Nadia, an online community coaching ladies through life. This podcast is all about real talk with real women about their real issues. So listen along if you want to hear other people's experiences and get some tips and insight into how you might manage similar issues in your own lives. Today we're going to be talking to the wonderful Tinu. She is the head stylist and the owner of the House of Tinu hair salon in Manchester and she also has her own brand of wigs and hair extensions called the Deluso Collection. She is an amazing business lady and an independent woman and today we're going to be talking to her about how the coronavirus pandemic has affected her life and her business and the challenges and obstacles that she's had to overcome to make sure that she can open again and keep everyone looking and feeling fabulous. Hi Tinu, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thanks for having me Nadia, nice to be on here. You're very welcome. Um, I know you're a fellow Manchester girl as well, which is always exciting. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, So before we dive into kind of um, how the the pandemic's affected your business and and how you're kind of coping with that, which I think is going to be really interesting for people to hear and just hear how you've um, overcome some of the challenges that have been presented. Um, yeah. I just wanted to get kind of talk to you about obviously a very um, relevant topic that's happening at the moment and okay. get your views on what what the media reaction and the social media reaction has been to obviously the, the horrendous incident with George Floyd. Um, oh, wow, okay. I think, you know, everyone's it's on everyone's minds at the yeah. moment. So, yeah. Um, yeah, just really interested to, to hear your, your views on that. Uh, to be honest, it's really a sad situation and for me it's cut really deep um with the recent happening and like I always say no one is born hating another person because of their color or religion or background you know or you know whatsoever people must learn to hate so you must teach them how to love they weren't they were not born to hate people so people need to learn how to love other people and I think Nelson Mandela said that so for me black people have had an historic experience and horrific historic experience over the years over decades and this is not just caught back of George Floyd that's just been you know killed so many other black people have been killed and so many other protesters have happened and I think over the years has not really been taken into cognizance so but this obviously recent with everything going on coronavirus everybody's in lockdown so Mm. a lot of people are even frustrated with the fact that one way in lockdown is a pandemic and this kind of thing is still happening yeah quite heavy that's not like you just killed somebody and you know everyone's on the street everyone is in lockdown everyone is at home and then this kind of brutality is still happening the the world is going through a lot right now so that should not even be happening anyway so i think that's the frustration that a lot of people are having especially in the state that's what that's why this huge protest came out for me in the uk as a black woman i've experienced my own you know situation you know, and I'm only just going to say from what I experienced as a child or even going to college or going to school, you know, little things like even pronouncing my name right, my surname right, you know, little things like that, or even just like, you know, speaking to someone and they just go quiet on you because they're not sure where you're from, where you're originally from, or they're even surprised that you speak properly, like, oh, you speak English well. So where, where exactly are you from again? You know, little questions like that really irritate me. And there's all that subtle racism I see. I mean, they don't have to blatantly say it, but they show it. 
So I'll go through that even as a black woman, business, as a black owned business, I go through that even in my business. So, so many other things. I mean, these are just my own experience, but going back to Joy Floyd, I think this is an escalation of a deep frustration that they've been, that's been inside for so long. It's been embedded for so long. And, you know, yeah. people are really frustrated. And I, I personally think, I think this is the right time. This is the right time. Like I said, going back, we're in lockdown. Why should anybody be killing anybody? Even at this time, the world needs healing. The world is going through a huge crisis that we don't even know what we're fighting against. And then you're killing somebody. And then you're killing another. You know what I mean? It's just like, yeah. what yeah. is going on? Like we can't deal with that anymore. There's so many. There's so many people hungry. People have lost their jobs. Yeah. I mean, even if you listen to the guy's story, he actually lost his job and he moved from one state to I think to the state he was yeah. killed just because he was trying to find a job. And then he killed over twenty twenty dollar whatever fake note. You know, yeah. it's so it's so it's so deep. It's so so deep. So I'm not. I mean, I'm not supporting the looting either. Yeah, but I just feel like again, it's a frustration inside, and it's all coming out at the same time yeah yeah no i think i think people have just had had enough yeah haven't they? I think, you know this has obviously been going on for so long mm. and as you say it's not just george floyd mm. um it's happened for years and years and years and even this year there's been so many black people that have been killed at the hands of the police yeah and it was just it was, george floyd was the one that obviously happened to make it into the media mm -hmm. and, and mm -hmm. all that but there's been mm -hmm. so many and it's really Strange, like obviously you mentioned the coronavirus pandemic and the message the whole way through has been we're all in this we're together, all in this we're together. All one, you know. And then as you say, like, but things like this just show us that we're not in this together, together really. So, <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so yeah, it's, it's it's a mixed message, but hopefully that you know the fact that this has been such a huge reaction this time, it does mean that that means there's going to be change. Um, well, we hope, we hope, you know, yeah. I, I don't really know how that would change, but we hope, like I said, the reason why this is escalated is the fact that we are all in lockdown, because if you think yeah. about other protesters, they did it, a few months down the line, everything goes down quiet and everyone goes back to their normal lives, but yeah. this is in our face because we are in a pandemic, so we are facing, obviously, a health crisis, and then we're facing racial crisis, so it's in our face more, but then if everyone goes back to their business, everyone goes back to their norm, some normality, I don't know how that's going to change you see what i'm saying yeah, yeah so, completely and I've, I've seen a lot on on social media about okay you know there's obviously been the the reaction there and people posting things and, and things but the, the change comes from us every single one one of us doing yeah. something you know if we yeah. see behavior that's not acceptable call no. it out yeah if yeah we, you know know that a particular company you know it has has racist views then obviously don't buy from that company you know it's things like mm -hmm, that, that mm -hmm, we can all mm -hmm. do to try and change and stop yeah. that and it's all about like all life matters yes all life matters but it's the behavior like you said the behavior attitude needs to change it's yeah. not just to say mm -hmm. all life matter you don't you're yeah. not in my shoes you're not wearing my shoes to to understand my matter my matter yeah. is my, you know, my matter is when I go out as a black person or black woman or black guy, how yeah. I've been looked at, how I, you know, I mean, that's my matter. So you need to wear my shoes to understand yeah. that all life matters. Mm -hmm. If you're not wearing my shoe, then I don't really think all, if your behavior doesn't change, if your attitude doesn't change, if your chase for human race 
yeah. doesn't change because it's a human race thing. It's not really a black and white race situation. It's a whole human behavior. I, the same as a black woman, would not treat a white person indifferent. I would mm-hmm. treat you as a human being. Yeah. So if that attitude doesn't change, then all life doesn't really matter at this point. You know what I mean? Yeah, completely. I saw a really good kind of explanation of, of the, this kind of response of people saying all lives m- matter. And it was, um, it was a really simple one. It was just basically like, imagine if you, God, God forbid, if, imagine if one of your children died mm. and you were at their, their f- funeral and you're obviously going through that hurt and, and it was awful. And someone got up and said, oh, but m- my child died six years ago so so i so i feel hurt from from that still it's it doesn't change that person's pain in that moment that they just lost their child it doesn't and that to me was like kind of made the whole the the reason why all life staying all lives matters not helpful yeah that really kind of made sense to 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 me and i think it's the same yeah. Same thing that applies here. So it is different. Like I said, if you don't wear my shoes, you really don't know the matter that I'm in. So yeah. if you don't wear my yeah. when you know our ancestors were taken as slaves in God knows how many decades, if you didn't experience that, I mean I didn't experience that obviously, but even part of my yeah. parents didn't. But you know, parents, parents and grandparents did experience that and they passed it down to us to understand the you know the, the severity of it. Then you can't really understand my matter so you need to go and educate yourself and this is what i mean by learn mm. to love if you don't learn to love then you can't learn to you always hate so if you don't have knowledge on these things then you can't even love me so you need to understand where my hurt is like you're saying if someone six years ago died i don't care my child has just died now so yeah just, exactly I'm sympathetic right now and that's it <laughs> yeah completely completely that 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 really made sense to to to, to me personally so um, so hopefully it, it kind of resonates with, with a few of the listeners out there as well. But, um, but yeah, so obviously you're incredibly passionate about this. I am too. And just hopefully it brings about the change that we need, but we can all take action. Like we can all do stuff. And yeah, you know, I know goes... what's so funny. I was saying to my friend, she's Asian and she's a makeup artist. And yeah. she just said to me, on, um, I think it was Instagram. And I said, listen, we even in the salon, even in our business, we get that. I get people saying, oh, can you do yeah. white people's hair? I'm like, I've not gone through college. I've not gone through, I've not, you know, you see my post. <laughs> no, honestly, Nadia, even a irritate me sometimes and she does yeah. she does that the same or can you do white people's makeup i'm like you've seen her pictures you've seen her work just try her why do you ask questions yeah. like this? you know what i mean yeah. those are the yeah. subtle racism you get even as a cultural person and i just think oh god okay yeah and and you know what i think it's probably people don't even realize people probably don't even realize that they're saying things that could be irritating or could be offensive and yeah. that's where like the education comes in it's Absolutely. like okay well you know, fair enough. We know your intention isn't always bad, but then just do a bit of edu- educate yourself and, and start to understand how people feel that have experienced this type of thing, and then and then you can start to move forward. Yeah. So hopefully, that is what comes from this. I hope anyway. Well, yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So moving from one horrendous thing to the know. next, which Please is the, the the coronavirus pandemic so um to know i just want you to like just do a little bit of an explanation of kind of your business who you are what 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 you do and how the coronavirus pandemic has actually affected okay. that um well i'm tino uh tino abby or tino abby Ardern. um 
my salon is based in Manchester. So I'm a head stylist or head stylist or director stylist and owner of the salon uh, located in Ancoats. Um, uh, well, we provide services from hair extensions and our hairdressing and the general stuff, you know, general hairdressing for multicultural um, clients with textured hair and all types of hair pretty much. But our main focus or our main speciality is um, hair extensions and all. Um, I've been there for, God, now how many? A long time. Obviously, before, before my current location, I was somewhere else in Manchester. So I think in Manchester, I've been doing business for about nine years, eight, nine years. Um, but my recent, my current location is about five years now, I think. But yeah, this coronavirus, God, um, <laughs> I don't even know where to start. <laughs> oh. it's, it's, yeah, it's just, I mean, it's just shocking. We just had to close our shop literally in like a few days. Like, you know, we, I mean, we went closed on the 20th of March and that was it. You know, we just like literally closed the shop and I think we even had so many client books in the week after, which was devastating. I had, a, I had two weddings, actually, that I had to do bridal hair for, you know, also. So it was so, so depressing, so stressful for my client and myself. Um, even I was thinking and laying off my staff, obviously had to, when we had to close, I was just, my brain was just going all over the place. Like I literally was, oops, I literally was just like confused at what to do thinking about my staff as well. Am I going to lay them off? What am I going to do? You know, one of my staff actually just um, personal situation with her and her partner. So she was going through a lot of personal stuff and uh, just a lot. But, you know, I think we just had to figure out what to do. I had to just tell them like, you know what, right now, I'm not sure what's going to happen. I'm going to have to just, you know, maybe not lay you guys off, but put you on some zero contract hour or something just to make them feel like, um, they're not, they've not lost their job because at that point I didn't know what the government was going to do and I didn't know what was available yeah. to us like financially or support but at the same time I was kind of really empathetic with them like how are you guys, what are you guys going to do with no job you know so I said okay I'll just give you guys a zero hour contract um, and you know that was that but it was also, it was such a stressful time and it was such a stressful time throughout match for me um, of course and of and course mm -hmm. And um, when when you were told, obviously, that your shop had to shut, how did like you like personally feel? Obviously, you were stressed. Did you did you ever think, obviously, th this might be the end of it? Like, what, oh, what God, went through your head? Absolutely, because even when they said everyone had to stay home, like I think that week I had a fix or something. I thought, and then I'm a single girl as well. I'm thinking, bloody hell, what am I going <laughs> to do? <laughs> I'm literally by myself and I'm thinking oh my god you know because for me you know I don't know I mean for me as number one as a stylist I always look forward to going to work to see my client because for me being single or living on my own I just look forward to meet my friends my client because sometimes I take them as you know like an extended family so yeah. that was just another thing for me that was taking me out of the house so yeah. being at home Jesus, I was thinking, okay, I'm going to put myself a second. <laughs> yeah, well, well, that's it. Obviously, what you do is, is such a sociable job. So yes. you're not only losing, obviously, what you do for work, but you, you're kind of losing that social interaction, which is obviously so important. Absolutely, to, to absolutely. And, you know, just closing the doors of the salon, you know, it meant a significant loss as well for me, money-wise. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. previously... You have, you know, if you're looking at your year forecast, how much you're earning a year, automatically, I'm already thinking, oh shit, how long is this going to be? What are we going to do? Like, you know, we're almost, it's a quarter of the year already. And then mind yeah. you, January was really quiet. 
was pretty much dead. You know, a lot of businesses were quiet because it's January, as we all know, dry month. Yeah. And then February time came and then March came, this is happening. So my head as a businesswoman and, you know, thinking, oh my God, what are we going to do? What's going to happen this year? When you're looking at last year's, you know, revenue, you know, yeah. So that was also going through my head. So there was so much going on financially, personally, like you yeah. said, like, oh, geez, yeah. it was just a lot. And yeah. how did you, like, in those very early stages when obviously the, the, the shop had shut and you were, we were all being told to stay inside and the future was quite unclear, um, how did you kind of get through that? How, what, what did you use any kind well, of... because obviously you're looking at things like, like I said, just, you know, not being able to do clients, you know, client services, like install, uh, install extensions, color, all of this kind of yeah. stuff. I have to even personally start cutting back on things because I'm already looking at, right, okay. I think this was towards the end of the month now, first week in April, which yeah. is still very early stage. I started looking at like, now we don't even know what's going on. The whole world is catching this virus. It's definitely a global thing. Um, automatically switched on to cutting down my bills because that's the first thing we all do, isn't it? Like, you know, safeguard yeah. ourselves and everything. So I said cutting down my bills, looking at things that are not necessary, you know, you know, just cutting down general. So I had to do that because obviously I had to be able to save my business. Otherwise, I wasn't even sure if I was going to be able to come back because yeah. at that time, I didn't think government had said anything about the fall long or any sort of support whatsoever. So I had to then, I had to start cutting down, which was a bit annoying because, you know, you all have a lifestyle. We all have our lifestyle. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, my car needs to go maybe. This has to go. And I'm like, no. Oh. So, <laughs> so that was kind of a bit depressing. <laughs> yeah, of course. But, but you could probably see that it was a temporary thing, hopefully. And Yeah, yeah. And I think, I think when the government stepped in, um, that was kind of giving me a bit more assurance yeah with, with the situation and I think I obviously spoke to my staff to get them on fall on you know payroll and stuff so that was giving me a bit more assurance and then I obviously started contacting client because I would tell you I think for two weeks I was I froze I just thought what yeah. like five years of my business in that shop or nine years of my business in Manchester I'm like really just like that what, what? so but yeah. obviously I'm definitely much better when things got a, bit, a little bit clever and then obviously yeah. I contacted my clients and staff just to see what you know how we can get on with everything and my clients have been actually so supportive you know like like they've just really been so supportive and my staff as well so we've done zoom calls quite a lot of times you know recently and even now and previously and even now uh so we just keep in touch and to see you know how we can support each other I'm always sending them different motivational um in our group you know just to keep them going oh, great yeah yeah, yeah. I, I was just going to ask that actually because obviously you you have a team of staff and yeah. and as their boss you know did did you feel kind of a responsibility to make sure that yeah. men mentally that they're they're doing it okay mm-hmm. yes I had to do that and another thing that kind of kept me okay was at the end of the day, the weight is on you as well, you know, um, yeah. and you have to pass it down if it's unstable, that would just be unstable in your business and everything that's around you. But yeah. I kind of feel a bit better as well, because before the whole pandemic, before the whole shutdown, I kind of launched my online business um, in the sort of middle of last year, towards the end of last year, and yeah. um, the retail business online, and also started pushing through my online um, education as well. So that's kind of kept me busy. Um, and, and that's a separate business. So like, even though the salon business is closed or is closed temporarily, my online business has kept me going. 
And I'm quite grateful that I was able to do that before this happened, you know, because otherwise yeah. I would have probably been out of mental breakdown. Like this <laughs> a mental home or something. <laughs> yeah well th that's that I mean that's that's amazing timing <laughs> that, that you actually got that up and running before all yes, this I did I think Jessica came down to the salon and you know looked at some wigs so it was an online an online visit to her extensions and wigs and all that so yeah that's been really good that's been helping yeah. me too. I kind of plan my time as well because you're not doing anything and you don't mm -hmm. know what else to do but at least when I've got this one I've got my time planned and you know I can do other things yeah yeah I think um anyone that's that's had their business closed down because of this finding something else to put your time and energy into so you're not kind of just in your head mm -hmm. going crazy about oh my gosh what what am I going to do with you kind of you're focusing that energy somewhere else I think that can be really helpful so Absolutely. you know if you've got that online business that you can actually I heard too that's what this <laughs> so yes I think I think everyone actually is like can't wait to, to get back down down to the hair everyone I mean that's what the disastrous haircut online I think oh god <laughs> um so as, as we start to get back to normal and you start to kind of get back in the shop what do you see as your biggest challenges as, as you as you open everything back up again I think one thing on my mind is how do we do it that's the first thing I, I keep thinking how do we do it and I keep worrying about you know the business itself you know how I don't want to become too clinical you know because yeah. like we know it's very personal and with all of yeah. this whole masks gloves temperature check this one that you know two meter spacing having a bloody you know pep tech stick it's just like for me it's getting very clean <laughs> getting very yeah yeah i don't want to lose that personal touch because i feel like me as a stylist and i've always kind of built my business and my work being the way i am being like you know very chatty you sit on my chair we're talking about so many you know it's a yeah. fun time but then we can't really talk because we've got our mask on. We put a client on the back wash. We can't really talk because it's the direct contact face on the client. So all of that is what I'm worried about. That's what I'm trying to find. Like, how can I get myself around this challenge? Because that's a big challenge for me, my industry, my styling, because I'm very like touchy touchy and I like to, you yeah. know, mess about. So I don't know. That's my worry. That's one thing. And I'm just trying to think, you know, how can I get myself around this thing? I mean, this is a virus mm. is health this is a health situation we're not rushing to, i'm not rushing to get back if we're gonna have to wait we have to wait yeah you know, we have yeah. to wait but at the same time if we get back in july how am i going to, i don't want to just get too clinical that's my problem so yeah. i'm trying to figure out the best way you know <laughs> keeping my clients still a bit more personal with my work and yeah. um still keeping safe at the same time you know so that's really that's okay. it yeah and the restrictions that we have now mm -hmm. and everything you know that we have to do i don't know you know we're just waiting for government to tell us really the outline because a lot of scammers the situation online on facebook people say oh you can't have this you cannot you know take the chairs out you have to put only like two three chairs my salon is a five chair there are four chairs downstairs one upstairs or already yeah i can't have four chairs anymore i have to have either two which yeah. is cutting down on my revenue straight away yeah you see, and that means like I have to either make more, extend my hours, you know, which would be another challenge because not every, I mean, two of my stylists have got kids, mm -hmm. you know, 
they have to think about childcare. So it's just like, oh wow. <laughs> yeah. What would happen? Mm. There is. I mean, there's there's quite a lot. Of, as you start to think about it, there's quite a lot of things that were affected by this that you never would have thought of in mm. the first place. Mm. Um, like you know obviously not being it because because i i think when i go into a hairstyle and the chairs are quite far apart already but if they're saying you have to remove them even more then yeah obviously that has a massive impact on you and and what you were saying about the the kind of social aspect that when i go to the hairstyle anyway i mean i i love to talk so i go mm-hmm. in and my hairdresser's like she knows everything about me she she probably knows more about me than than some of my, my friends because i think when you go to a hair salon you just kind of let it all out you tell mm-hmm. all your problems don't you and, and everything and i think to not be able to do that um it will obviously change the experience and yeah. i i personally think it's really important that with social distancing we, we've still got to stay like emotionally close to each other. Not, I, I use this phrase all the time. It's socially distanced, not emotionally distanced. Yeah. So, that's yeah. So yeah. how do you still have that emotional connection? Are there, <laughs> yeah. Are, are there any other kind of salons or, or businesses that are doing things that you can kind of get ideas from or? Um, well, it's really tricky when if I look at different businesses or industry, our industry is still the most, um, what, I mean, the social distance for us, it's, I don't even think that's, that's impossible. How yeah. can you social distance when you have to give a haircut and color, you know, hair extensions, whatever, even washing someone's hair. There's no way, it's not a restaurant where you can just like social distance the chairs and the tables and just sit down and eat and go about your business. Maybe you and your partner go with your friend. It's a very personal service that we give in a salon. So I think it would be a difficult one. However, we just have to figure like figure out how we can provide the service. Like the only thing I can think of is because we do talk and chat a lot in the salon. I think that's going to reduce dramatically. That definitely will almost be a case of come and get your hair cut and get out. <laughs> Type of <laughs> no talking, no relaxing. <laughs> choose what you want. Get your hair, get, do your hair, whatever. You have to choose one now. No more talking. But I think, I think that's the main thing. That social, this social distance or socializing would definitely be a big impact with our business. And really, like some people come to the salon just to let out, you know, leave mm. the house, maybe. I mean, I know even friends that are maybe going through a hard time with their partners and they just want to get out and get their hair done and just chill yeah. out in the salon. That probably will not be happening anymore. So you only have 30 minutes, you only have an hour, two hours, you need to go back to your, go back to your life and leave <laughs> us alone. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it is a hard one. Um, I mean, what, what I would say is, is everyone is going to be, so any, any customer that comes into your place is going to obviously mm. be aware and appreciate your efforts. Mm. Mm, in making sure that they're safe so yeah, even if that yeah. means okay maybe you can't be as close to them or maybe you can't talk as much to them they're I still going to appreciate yeah, you and your, yeah. and your service because because they understand why it has to be that way and also yeah. when it does go back to normal people are just gonna kind of appreciate you even more because they're like gosh i missed kind of having that contact i missed being able to have those long chats and you know so yeah. Well, and I think also with everything as well, even just that, people would need to be to have confidence in coming back. 
Because yeah. I know a lot of people yeah. would be worried. Like I know a friend of mine, she's a dentist. I mean, this is not relevant to my business, but again, it's still very personal, very, because dentists are very close, aren't they? Yeah. But she's worried Definitely. about people coming back, you know, opening their mouth and, and all of this yeah. kind of stuff. So that I'm is, like, oh my God, that is so true. So that's another thing that I, that she got me thinking that people need to have that confidence in coming back to get their hair done. Like, is that place yeah. safe? Is that place clean? I mean, we're extremely clean in my salon anyway. You know, hygiene level is, you know, we're always on top of those things. But with this situation, we have to be extra, extra, yeah. you know. And um, so that's another thing for me is having clients to get that confidence in coming back to visit the salon again. Even talking, going, talking to my suppliers, a lot of them now, some of them are even going out of business. Products are not in stock anymore because maybe yeah. it's the supply chain has got issues. Oh, yeah. it's just, it's a long, it's a long winded thing. So I have to deal with that as well. Um, yeah. yeah. I, I think getting the, having the confidence to come back as well mm. is, it's, it's one of those, you, you want to obviously maintain that kind of emotional connection, but mm-hmm. in order to give people the confidence, you want, you're going to have to put in the measures and obviously have the chairs far apart and things like that. So, of course, of course. Yeah. yeah. So I think, like I say, I think in order to give them the confidence, they will appreciate all the measures that you're, you're trying to yeah. take. So, yeah. so hopefully it shouldn't kind of affect the long-term, um, kind of success of, of mm. your business and yeah. and when all, all this is over and we can finally go go back to normal it'll just be amazing yeah with um with opening the salon back up mm-hmm. obviously you're thinking about your customers you're thinking about your staff is there any part of you that's that's concerned about having to go back obviously because c- of your own safety and my own safety well i mean the only way i can deal with this situation now maybe before because we have to open anyway except i would sort of pack pack the whole thing up which i'm not ready to do that no no <laughs> so, <laughs> so really thinking about safety i mean i've ordered shit loads i mean excuse my friend i've ordered loads <laughs> that's of, fine yeah. <laughs> i've ordered loads of disposable gowns disposable yeah. towels you know um we're not going to be using the regular salon towels we just have to use disposable ones now hand sanitizer you know the, the whole thing you know thinking about just you know isolating areas like yeah. Like for example, our reception area now that has to be scrapped because people can't sit there. Apparently, you can't sit there, so you literally go straight to the styling chair, right. um, you know, and get your clients. Get you know, just my staff is just going to take the client straight to the chair, get their hair done, and that's it. There will be no reception area, which is a bit annoying. I'm still thinking of my receptionist, um, whether she's going to work remotely uh, because in my shop. Yeah. It, kind of like obviously I've got the two businesses in a way so I've got the salon and I've got this hair which I introduced last year the online business so I've got stock that I have to sort out for my online business so she does all that you know coming to check the stuff because I'm on the shop floor like 80% of the time doing hair so she has to sort out the stock and make sure that we've got stock in you know intact so I'm still thinking about I think she said she'll be able to do that which is you know a good thing that we can do online yeah uh, she can do remotely sorry uh, she can do that but the main thing is the safety we have all the disposables everything already now it's ready to go hand sanitizer uh, I've got even like the no contact uh, temperature check as well Oh, wow. This is a bit annoying. I'm thinking, okay, so how are we going to actually do the temperature check outside or inside the shop? Where do we do it? <laughs> no, it's just so, yeah. so much. Yeah, so, so, so you're, you're all prepared, obviously. Yeah. And you're, you know, you are 
as you say, you, you've got a choice, haven't you? You, you, either yep. go, you? you either go back to work and you just kind of get through it or you, yep. don't, you don't go back to work for fear mm. of catching mm. it. But actually, yeah. we, we have all got to go back to our lives. And I think you being the way you are and just, just kind of, okay, we've got to get on with this. We've got to open we to. We've got to get back to normal. That's going to give everyone else the confidence to think, okay, well, if they're opening up, then that mm. means, you know, it's okay mm. to go outside. And mm. there's, a, there's a big thing, isn't there, about are people even going to want to leave their houses when this is over? And a lot of anxieties and yeah, a lot of things. Confidence as well. You need to build that up. Yeah. So, so I've kept my social media going, just making yeah. sure that we're in touch with client and, yeah. you know, to see that we're still here and, and all of that. So, I mean, That's even though it. one of the things I thought about was extending hours, so that yeah. we can compensate on one, obviously, revenue from the business side of things, but also compensate on clients that can just come in a bit later. And um, so we know we staggered the client's appointment. We don't have everybody in at the same time for health and safety and keeping the place secure. And yeah. so again, that just extending. I mean, it's not great for client for me, not necessarily because I like to go home. I know I'm at home, but now normally I finish work at six. I probably have to finish work at eight, meaning I probably finish at nine by the time you clean up. So that's another like extra time, but that's the confidence I'm ready to give my client that, listen, I'm here to make sure get, get everybody back to normal, get your hair looking on nice and fly. So. <laughs> that's it. We, we, we need it. We desperately yeah. need it. <laughs> so that's one of those things. And then also I know even like things like dry cut, cause I was saying to one of my staff, I said, we would not be doing dry cut because we have to wash their hair now, mm-hmm. obviously. And even if they wash their hair at home, I've seen people that wash their hair at home and when they come in, I'm thinking, did you really wash your hair? Like, girl, <laughs> girl what's happening? You know? <laughs> so that is just not gonna happen anymore. We have to wash the hair in the salon. So dry right. cut is gonna be eliminated. Um, a few other things we might not be able to do, but I think some things too might go in the deep. Maybe people might not want to stay in the salon for too long to do like maybe high profile styling or mm-hmm. um, expensive stuff. So they might want the quick fixes, get their hair done and grow. So again, it's it, it just so much that's going to happen, but we're ready to just go with the flow. Yeah. Mm. And the, yeah. And it's, it, it's amazing. And um, I would just, I think seeing everyone open up and all the measures they're putting in place and the risks that, that they're taking should give everyone else the confidence that, you know, if, if they're willing to do this for you so you can have nice hair and you can, you know, look great, then, you know, have the confidence to just step outside, take one day at a time and just know that these people like, like yourself have got your back and, you know, they're obviously going to do everything to make sure that their businesses don't have to lock, lock down again because that of would course, obviously not and be good. And also helping them to give, you know, give them that confidence because I know people that just feel like, crap right now with the whole situation mm. and if they don't look good they don't feel good so yeah. the fact that they can sort of like come and get their you know physical appearance done and you know hopefully boost their emotional and you know yeah, whatever definitely. that's going on because that's still part of it because you know this has really really put a lot of strain on people's mental health emotional health and also so it's really important that we get back you know slowly but you know safely manner but definitely get back is 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 driving me up the wall to be honest. <laughs> yes <laughs> no, I, I think we're, we're all we all feel the same we, we just want normal life again um is there anything in the pandemic any positives that you can take from it in that you know maybe this wouldn't have happened if this pandemic mm. hadn't have come 
Well, what can I take from this? I for sure know that now a lot of things are essential that need to be done, needs to be done. Like, for example, like this online, um, edit, uh, online virtual stuff that we are in, like Zoom now. We never used to think about doing this kind of stuff, you know? Yeah. So yeah. for me, I'm taking a lot of this in even just moving forward. Like, for example, consultation with my client, I'll just probably do that online rather than like virtually rather than coming in. Um, so I'm taking this part of as a new uh, strategy into implementing the business um, to giving everyone peace of mind as well. And just eliminate waste of time. Like if you just yeah. come in for a consultation, me and you can talk on Zoom. I can see your hair. You can talk to me. I can show you pieces or whatever color that, that we can do that online virtually. Yeah. So that's one thing I'm looking at as a positive thing, meaning that we're not spending that much time on chair. Yeah. Uh, other things like even education, you can educate your client on product that they need to use, whether that product's from your salon or just giving them like a bit of a tip here and there. You can do that virtually now. You know, sometimes they're calling you on the phone and asking you all these questions and you're like, oh. So you can just have like, okay, it's dedicated day, virtual day. If you want to ask questions or you want to discuss anything, I'm online such and such time. Okay, let's go on Zoom and let's zoom it out. We do that again. So that's, you know, the whole online thing is definitely something I think is to move forward a lot of businesses and especially our business can take on board you might yeah. not be able to see someone's hair online obviously but there's some things that you can like yeah. just talking consultation can be done online Definitely. education can be done online so um yeah and that's what I'm going to push really hard now and especially with my product I want to really push the hair care side of things too so that people can start buying online rather than just coming in to pick up like shampoo and conditioner they can just purchase online too yeah amazing amazing so yeah so it sounds like you've, you've you've got quite creative in all of this and um there are there are loads of things I think that have happened in corona that people don't want to stop actually when when this is all over people mm -hmm. want to continue being able to do things online and mm -hmm. be able to do stuff and it might even mean that your your reach is wider because you're doing stuff Absolutely. online and stuff Absolutely. so yeah it's great yeah. so good to look at the positives as well I always say um, <laughs> and are you are you surprised at kind of how adaptable and resilient that you've been through this because to, to me you sound like yeah obviously in the beginning like all of us it was crazy and you were like what on earth am I going to do yeah. but you sound like you've obviously massively come through that you've thought of other ways to do business mm. you 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 sound like a positive optimistic person mm. so are you, are you surprised at how you've handled all of this to be honest no I'm not because I'm, I'm like that generally <laughs> let me just yeah. blow my comfort a little bit no. <laughs> go for it go for it <laughs> No, but I was like to say, like we all were, I was really terrified. I was panicking. I was, you know, whatever. But I think I've always kind of looked at positive all the time with everything that goes on in life. I always look at the other side of things. Like, okay, this might just be teaching me something. You know, yeah. to just take a time, take a time out to understand what's going on. And the good thing is not just me. It's not just you. It's happening. It's happening to everybody, which makes it even better. So mm -hmm. then we're all like, you know, sometimes imagine if it happens to just me or my business and another business flourishing, I'll be more yeah. demoralized, right? Yeah. But if this happens to everybody, I'm like, well, we are in this together, so don't stress, you know, yeah. take your time yeah. to understand what's going on. So I am really looking at a lot of things. I've got so much time to think. I mean, I've been, I've been more healthier. For me, it's, I just love the way that I can even cook more because 
I never really had time, that much time to be fair, even though I haven't got kids or married or whatever. I just never had time because I work a lot. Yeah. Um, but now at least I have time to cook and I can do all my cooking, baking and everything, which is awesome. So I'm happy with that. Then my business have given me more time to really look in depth of my business. The part where I was failing because some part I was failing, some part I was doing well. So I need to know how to balance everything now. So I've got this time to do it. And this is the positive for me. I never had the time to do. So I'm grateful to have this time now to hopefully get back and be stronger. And, um, and then, yeah, just push the business forward. So my yeah. thing going back to that two things obviously my scheduling time will change with all this online consultation and things i'm preparing myself to do expanding more hours meaning that we hopefully get back on saving because obviously we've lost a lot of money mm-hmm. um and just you know see how i can you know help out with my staffing as well with their hours as well you know just work around things that i have available um, and also with clientele as well see maybe i can extend my clients reach and reach out to more clientele and do more stuff like, you know, do more stuff, introduce more stuff to my, my, to my services that maybe I wasn't thinking about before, but now that I've got enough time to think about them, it wouldn't work in my business. And I've done, I've done a lot of digging and I'm like, okay, I can do this. I can add this to the business. I can, you know, because now we, you know, we have to, because we, we've lost time, we've lost money. We have to be able to adapt to all the things now. Yeah, mm. absolutely. No, well, you sound like you've got it all worked out and um, you, you've, you've got you know, lots of things in place to make sure that, you know, you can serve your clients in the best way, which is amazing. And yeah. it's been so Thank nice you. to talk oh, to I you. Oh, I want more things um, to add, by the way, which I think my client might want oh. to hear. I was thinking of putting like extra 15 to 30 minutes to every appointment because I think that's so important just to give us time to make yeah. sure that everywhere is clean for the next client and then, we have to be on strict guidance and guidance for appointment uh, lateness because, you know, we can't just be late. My staff can't be late. Clients should not really be late yeah. as well because it's going to be back to back. And that just helps everyone's confidence to do their work properly. So, yeah, we're putting extra at least half an hour to every appointment so we have enough time to carry on. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's, it's an important message to people out there as well. If you are going to go to, you know, hair salons and stuff, which you absolutely should when they, when they open, you know, be respectful of these new measures, be Absolutely. on time and, right. and, you know, work with the, the, the hair salon to make sure that you, you get what you need. They also get what they need Absolutely. and we can all, Absolutely. we can all hopefully, you know, enjoy what we used to enjoy. So yeah. yeah. Amen. So, <laughs> yes, definitely. So yeah, no, as I say to you, you know, it's been, it's been so nice to talk oh, to you and, you. um, you know, hopefully there's people out there listening to your positivity how you've kind of just adapted to this and you you know you've obviously had a lot thrown at you and a lot to kind of try and figure out how to get through it all Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. um so yeah it's been great and I think this will be really um helpful to anyone listening out there so thank you very much thank you Um, you're very welcome (laughs) and I'll speak to you soon thank you So anyone that is running a business out there or has been massively affected by the coronavirus pandemic, hopefully listening to Tinu 
has just helped you maybe see that there is a way around things. She has had to overcome a lot of obstacles to make sure that she can open again on the 4th of July, hopefully. Um, And she will continue to face challenges as we navigate this new normal and as people get more comfortable with, with going out again. Her whole business is having to change, but she's rising to the challenge. She is being creative and adaptable and thinking of ways that she can still run her business online and look for the opportunities in this pandemic as well. So if you're in a similar situation and you need to um, really think about how your business is going to survive during all this, then get creative, speak to people. Remember that we have way more resources than we initially think in our head. Think of everybody and get ideas from, from people and don't be afraid to explore something because you just initially think it might not work. Um, it might be just the thing that people want and need at this time. So don't don't hamper your own creativity. If you need to cut back on certain things that just are not going to help your business thrive, then do that and realise that it's only temporary. When things do get back to normal, you can start to have certain things back in your life. But if your priority is making sure your business gets off the ground again, then look at what extra things you've got that you could maybe do without. And also, if you are a business that deals with the public, the fact that you are going to open again and the fact that you're putting in all these measures and doing all these things and making a lot of sacrifices for people to be able to go about their normal lives realize that you are giving the public confidence by going out there and opening up your premises you're giving the public confidence that it's okay to go back to normal life so you are a massively important part of being able for us all to get back to normal um and everyone who who isn't feeling great about the fact that lockdown is easing just think about these people with their businesses and the sacrifices that they've made and the sacrifices that they will continue to make so you can have nice hair um have nice nails you know whatever it might be um they are putting themselves at risk to make sure that we can feel and look great again and have a bit of our normality back so be respectful, um, appreciate everything that they do. When you go into their premises, things are going to be different. They're going to look a little different, but they're doing that to keep you safe. And that should give you the confidence to, to go to those businesses, support them, make sure they can get back on their feet again. Hopefully you've enjoyed the episode. Um, I certainly did. Tina is an amazing lady. She just oozes positivity. Um, you can follow her on Instagram at House of Tinu. Um, and as I said, she's based in Manchester. So if you do need your hair sorting out, you need some extensions, get down to Tinu's salon. Um, as you heard, she'll be putting all the measures in place that she can to make sure you are safe, but you still have a great experience. Thanks for listening to She Force Sessions with Nadia. Please give me a follow on Instagram and Facebook at SheForce by Nadia or visit the website on www.she-force.com. We hope you enjoyed the episode and we'll see you next time.